Hello, and welcome to another episode of WF5, Interesting People. Today, I, Claire Long, will be your host. Please enjoy this episode about Katherine Johnson. Today's episode is brought to you by... Arby's, we have the meat. Katherine Johnson, the shooting star. The brilliant genius named Katherine Johnson stood with her best teammates watching the spaceship Apollo 11 glide through the shining to shimmering stars. Her and her teammates trembled with fear as they bundled together to give each other more support. Katherine had been working hard and tirelessly for months and months to get the first American successfully on the moon, and finally it was happening right in front of her eyes. The space shuttle had been looking good. Her calculations were one of the most tremendous helps to get the shuttle to work. She was scared that her calculations were wrong. But Katherine Johnson knew that they were right. She was like a human calculator because she was so smart. They couldn't be wrong. It was silent as her and her teammates glared at the small screen that had been broadcasting and recording the adventure. Suspense filled the room. Catherine's heart was racing faster than a speeding car. She couldn't even talk or move as she watched in silence. Fear echoed through the room. Catherine's eyes were glowing as the space shuttle slowly landed onto the crater floor. A gasp fell through the room. Then, the door opened to see three familiar astronauts in bulky and protective suits, slowly getting out of the spaceship. The astronauts were cheering and holding a large American flag in their hands. The stripes shone brightly through the camera. Instantly, a gasp flew through the room. A pause. No one knew how to react. All they could do was sit in silence and wonder if this really was real. Suddenly, her teammates started to cheer and laugh and cry. They had done it. All their efforts were put into excitement. They had gotten the first American on the moon. Thanks to Catherine and her teammates' calculations. This was one of the many projects that Katherine Johnson and her teammates successfully accomplished thanks to Katherine's brilliant calculations and inspiring ideas. Barely anyone could do her crazy calculations, but she had done it. Katherine Johnson really was a shooting star. Everyone could count on her. The sun had been shining brightly and glistening down on the land of West Virginia in the hot summer sun. There, in, a, in the small town of White Sulphur Springs, a fair and pretty lady named Jolette Coleman, who took a job as a school teacher, gave birth to a wondrous child. The child had beautiful, slick skin, colored like hot cocoa. Her eyes were big and mesmerizing. She looked like a little doll. She's beautiful, Jolette Coleman had whispered. Joshua Coleman beamed and proudly nodded in agreement. It was the year of 1918 on August 26th. The child's name was Katherine Coleman, later known as Katherine Johnson, and she was absolutely beautiful. Jolette and Joshua Coleman had the biggest smiles on their face, for they were so happy. They loved their newborn daughter so very much and were absolutely thrilled to have her. Soon, they took her home. Katherine Coleman was the youngest out of all three of her siblings. Their names were Margaret, Horace, and Charles. They were all at least... They all were at least three years older than her, but Catherine still managed to get along in her household with her siblings and parents as well. They were a close and loving family. When Catherine was five years old, she got enrolled in a tiny elementary school in White Sulphur Springs, her hometown. She had walked into the small classroom that was filled with desks and chairs and immediately fell in love with it. It was for African-Americans only. 
There at the school, she grew up learning everything her brain could swallow, from math to reading. She exceeded in every subject, but especially math. She had a love for math. It had a big place in her heart that wrapped it all together. Catherine had a first for knowledge and challenges. The little girl was a human calculator. She could solve any problem that got thrown at her, even if it seemed challenging. Also, her intelligence was very obvious at a young age. Every teacher noticed it almost instant, almost instantly. Soon, Catherine was skipping grades faster than you could blink your eyes. At just the age of ten years old, she was able to go to high school. She went to West Virginia State High School. The first time she walked into the high school, she had butterflies flowing all over her insides. Everyone looked so big and wise. For the smart and big fourteen-year-olds, it was very intimidating for little Catherine. But Catherine could easily outwit and outsmart the teenagers there, even if she was ten. Challenges were still very hard, and sometimes Catherine had lots of trouble. But she was on a roll. Some people were shocked. Some were totally confused. Little Catherine was way smarter than the usual ten-year-olds that you might find. At just the age of fourteen years old in nineteen thirty-two, Catherine graduated from her large high school and moved on to college. People were shocked and surprised. Back then, many women didn't go to college, so it was very surprising when Catherine got into West Virginia State College. It's now known as West Virginia State University. She was also one out of three of the first Americans to be. First African Americans to be enrolled in a college. Although people sometimes doubted her, Catherine didn't care what other people thought. She knew that women could do the same things as men, and just because she was a woman, it didn't change a thing. She would always say, "Girls are capable of doing everything men are capable of doing. Sometimes they have more imagination than men." She studied intently and worked as hard as she could all day and all night. Catherine strived to get to the top of the class. It was difficult at her young age, but she was determined to get there. Some days she would stay up till late at night trying to study and complete her work. At the age of just eighteen in nineteen forty, Catherine had finally graduated college with the highest honors. She was the top of the class and was absolutely brilliant. She achieved a bachelor degree in French and math, of course. After graduating, Catherine didn't know where to start. After she graduated from her college, there were many possibilities with math as her degree, but she couldn't decide. Should I do this? Catherine asked herself, or should I do this? It was very hard for her to pick. The possibilities were endless, and they flew at her like a flock of wild geese. Catherine could not decide, but she decided to become a schoolteacher. It was not her final choice career. Her smart and intelligent mother was a teacher, and Catherine was always inspired by her work and her intelligence. Quickly, Catherine started loving teaching the curious little children, who were eager to learn, just like she always was. They leaned into their desks, eyes wide open, and smiled whenever class started. But Catherine knew something else was out there for her, and it wasn't just teaching; it was something much bigger. In the year of 1953, when Catherine was 35 years old, she had been working for brand new jobs when she found NASA. They were looking for a smart and quick woman who could help calculate the most complex and challenging math problems very quickly. It would help people get up into space. It would also help calculate and figure out the flight paths of spaceships. They called the people human calculators. Catherine found it absolutely intriguing and thrilling, but she knew that it was going to be very difficult. Catherine knew she could meet all the standards, though. 
She was determined to get in. So, with a deep and shaky breath, Catherine decided to apply for the job. A few days later, after the interviews and all, Catherine had gotten the results. Opening up a paper in her cold and trembling hands, she had the biggest smile plastered on her face. But that smile turned cold as she found the results. She didn't get in. She couldn't believe it. Catherine wanted to give up on it. She decided to look for another job. But something stopped her. She couldn't give up. She wanted to do this job and desperately knew she could. She tried again after a few months. Another load of interviews and talking and finally... With another shaky breath, Catherine opened up this a second paper to find the results, and she got in. Right away, Catherine and her teammates started to work on the Mercury project. It was a project to help scientists soar into space. Catherine worked very hard each and every day on the project she was assigned. Sometimes she'd stay up late working. Sometimes she would not stop until she finished it all. Catherine was slowly starting to get attached to the large galaxies up in space. She knew she would never quit her job, for she adored it so much. People started noticing her great intelligence as well, and they looked up towards Catherine. She was one of the first African Americans to get into NASA and one of the most brilliant women. Back then, people didn't think people of color or women could do these jobs, but young and brilliant Catherine could. With all the space travel, while all the space travel happened, Catherine Coleman still had her own personal life to deal with. She needed a family and longed for one that could bring her joy and happiness. She also wanted to find the love of her life. Fortunately, Catherine found a charming young man when she was in her late 30s. His name was James Francis Gobble, and he was a warm-hearted and intelligent young man. Instantly, she fell in love with the humorous guy. Soon, James had asked her to marry him, and she happily agreed. Catherine Coleman his name became Catherine Jacobble. With James, she had three kids named Jolette, Constance, and Catherine, named after her and her mother. She adventured through her space calculations while maintaining a happy and joyous family. She loved her children. Unfortunately, in the year of 1956, James died from brain cancer. When Catherine received this cold news, all she could do was sob and cry. She was heartbroken. It felt like her heart had been teared up into pieces. With her and her children, Catherine struggled to find somebody else. But gladly, later in the year, a light-hearted and clever young man glued all the pieces of her broken heart together. His name was James A. Johnson, and he was like a pr- prince to the princess, Catherine Johnson. Everything that Catherine had wanted. They fell in love at first sight. Almost immediately, James Johnson asked Catherine to marry him, and Catherine excitedly said yes. Her name is now, finally, Katherine Johnson. Once again, her family was put back together, and they lived in peace and happiness. Over the years, she did many more projects. Some were difficult and very big. Some weren't as much, but all took a place in her heart. She helped get the first astronauts on the moon in the year of 1969, thanks to her brilliant and quick calculations. She helped many scientists in space with her fabulous brain and intelligence. She put an effort to save Apollo 13 from failing by calculating the tracks and trails and figuring out the problem, one that many people notice today. She would love to say, you can count on me, and Catherine was right, you could. Along with these, Catherine did many more projects that successfully reached space and the destination it was going to. Some had many big rules for the projects, but, wait, okay, sorry. She had many big rules for the projects. 
But the one project she had the biggest role on, some people like to say, was named the Mercury Red Stone Free, or Freedom 7, as Catherine and her teammates like to call it, and as people know it. In 1961, when Catherine was 43 years old, she was put to a difficult mission. She was given a challenge. It was to get the first U.S. astronaut named Alan B. Shepard Jr. into space. Catherine Johnson was first intimidating by this big project, but she easily slid in and helped a big part. She calculated the track of the Freedom 7 to make sure that it was safe and to help engineer the route of the spacecraft. She would double-check and double-check, making sure she had made no errors in her mental math. Mostly, she did all the calculations mentally. She also helped make sure everything was perfectly ready to be flown out into space. If it wasn't for her, the Freedom 7 might have gone off route and failed. But Katherine Johnson could be trusted. A few months later, the mission was perfectly successful. Alan Shepard had got into space and safely got back and made a name for Katherine Johnson in the world. This was one of the many projects that Katherine did successfully, thanks to her teammates' work and hers. Throughout the years, Katherine kept on continuing with her math equations and calculations. She was noticed by millions of people and could be claimed as famous. She was attached to her job. She loved it so much and adored the feeling of doing all those curious calculations and challenges like she loved us, Kim. She loved reaching her goal and finally getting a person to where they belonged. She loved everything about it. She'd always say, like what you do, and then you will do your best, and she was true to her word. She loved her job at NASA and did her absolute best. But Catherine was getting older and it was getting harder for her. So... In the year 1986, Katherine Johnson finally retired from NASA after almost three decades of working there. She was always devoted to her work and loved NASA so much. Throughout her years, she completed a wild number of 26 research projects. Katherine Johnson was now 60, I mean, yeah, 68 years old. Even though she was getting older, she still had a love for math. It took a place in her heart. She loved it. In her later years, she took a home at Newport News. People now noticed her way more, and some found her as a big role model. On November 24, 2015, Katherine Johnson sat in a beautifully decorated room, fancy and gold, her heart as proud as her soul. President Barack Obama talked in his deep and bold voice for a while, but Katherine Johnson listened intently. Then, President Barack Obama did the one thing Catherine would never have imagined as a little kid, leaning on her desk in the small classrooms of her elementary school, waiting to hear more and learn more challenges. He presented the genius, Catherine Johnson, with the President's Medal of Freedom. It was shimmering gold. It was beautiful. Catherine had joyful tears in her eyes, and her heart was smiling with pride as the medal got put onto her proud shoulders. She could never imagine herself here when she was younger, but she finally was. Catherine also got a movie about herself called Hidden Figures. It became famous all over the world and helped many people learn about the brilliant Catherine Johnson. On February 24, 2020, Catherine Johnson passed away in the town of Newport News. She was a whopping 101 years old and lived a very long and adventurous life. People all over the world were mourning about Katherine Johnson's death.
Some were crying. Some were in tears. Some shared grief talk about her. The weather was a dullish gray, filled with clouds, and the sky was almost weeping for her, too. Everyone honored Catherine for her intelligence and her help to NASA. They honored for her for her long life. Catherine Johnson had spent almost all of her 101 years of life learning more and more. Catherine went from a little child, beaming brightly in her tiny classrooms, to becoming one of the most intelligent people in this world. She pushed herself to become the best she could, and she achieved that. Catherine Johnson really was a shooting star. You could count on me, she would say. And yes, she was absolutely right and true to her world word. You could definitely count on the genius, Catherine Johnson. The end. Thank you.